We welcome back to our show Max Page, who is the president of the Massachusetts Teachers Association. I was watching on video, the video feed this week, Max, as you testified before the Joint Committee on Education of the legislature. You had a number of points to make. Why don't you share those with us today, please? Yes, there was a hearing of the, the Joint Committee on Education, and uh, we we spoke to two bills. One was um, a bill that we've really put forward to make a minimum pay for what are called education support professionals. Those are the paraprofessionals, teachers, aides, secretaries, cafeteria workers, custodians, and on and on in our schools who many of them make poverty wages. And it seems like it is time, it's more than past time, that the state set a minimum, a basic minimum pay because we have been battling one by one in locals, and you've heard about the strikes that have taken place, and many of those have been animated by a desire to have at least a living wage for every full-time educator in our in our public schools. I so was shocked. Was let, me inter- let me interrupt. Say, I was shocked to hear how little some uh, of these uh, individuals, these, these employees who are crucial to education and the education of our kids are paid. It is really, really appalling. Absolutely, and almost all of them are women. And this is a this is already a, a profession that is about two thirds women. But most of the ESPs, education support professionals, the vast majority are women. This was treated as kind of like extra money, pin money, whatever they would call it. These are professionals, and they deserve a living wage. And I think that was beautifully said by some of our members from Andover and Weymouth and uh, at Worcester as well. But I was also there yes. to speak about, um, you know, about a, a bill that would create a real process, a democratic process um, for evaluating any calls to remove books and materials from our public school libraries and our more town and city and town uh, public libraries. We, we talked last time on the show about the issue in Great Barrington where police were sent in to retrieve and and examine a book in a public school library at the middle school out in Great Barrington. We've seen this in a, a number of places around the state. So I really was impressed and was glad to speak in favor of, and our union has endorsed a bill that would add protections against uh, right-wing groups or even individuals who simply want to remove um, books from our public libraries that they they deem to be problematic. Yeah, I would note that I've written a column on this, and I, I've been told it will run in both the Daily Hampshire Gazette and the Greenfield Recorder tomorrow. Max Page, uh, something else that occurred this week, I think was this week, uh, Senate President uh, made a proposal for free community colleges. That sounds like a big deal to me, is it? Well, yes, this is actually, she, she didn't make a formal proposal, but the Senate President um, gathered to talk about uh, following through on what she proposed last year, which was for free community college. As many people know, um, the governor initiated in the, uh, a program called Mass Reconnect so that provides, it, it, it means that people can go without paying tuition fees if they're over 25, adults over 25. This would expand that dramatically. And, what I, and so there's no specific proposal yet, but the Senate president was sort of setting up the fact that uh, when it comes time for the Senate to release its budget to expect something major on affordability in public higher ed. And we think this is great that we've reached this moment where a lot of people are saying we need to make it not just a little bit more affordable, 
provide a little bit more financial aid, but truly make it debt free. So that's that's a very good thing. There's some real concerns that we have that we've been. That's why we have been working with Senator Joe Comerford, our own senator here, um, on the Cherish Act, not just working on it, advocating on it, and that we're going to be ramping up that advocacy because we really need to make it debt free for students to be able to attend two or four year colleges. But also, if we really want to make it debt free, we have to consider the full cost of attendance. So a student uh, with a Pell Grant from the federal government can probably pay tuition and fees at Greenfield Community College pretty much. But that does not let them go to college because guess what? They have to live, they have to eat, they have to buy books and supplies, a computer. So to succeed, to be able to go to college, get through graduation, we need to really be supporting students on the full cost of their attendance. And that's and that's something that really has to be addressed. We're going to be advocating for that. The second part is that we have to invest in the quality of our institutions. We can't exploit adjuncts the way Mr. Eisenberg was exploited for many years. Um, we cannot underpay adjunct faculty. We have to provide outstanding support services for our students. Uh, these are all crucial if we really mean to have a great experience and a get to graduation for our um, young people, especially working class students and students of color um, who are most left out of going to a public college or university. Well, that sounds very optimistic, Max Page, president of the Massachusetts Teachers Association, but how is the Senate president going to uh, uh, insert into the budget or try to insert into the budget a significant cost uh, to make community colleges uh, debt-free for its students at the same time that the governor is engaged in cutting the budget some 350 375 million dollars how do you uh, square that circle well um so look the the governor announced these cuts it was not lost on us and we spoke out quite uh bluntly that the amount that was cut, that these are nine scenes, these are called mid-year mid-year cuts designed to balance the budget. That these cuts and, and let me see, let me interrupt they, for one second. They're called nine C cuts because that's the subsection of the general law that allows the governor to make cuts mid-year. Okay. Nine C cuts. Just, just because it's it, the that's where it is in the law. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Um and the 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 amount that the governor cut almost exactly matched the amount of tax cuts given last fall by the legislature and the governor to some of the wealthiest people in the state, which was to us a stunning statement uh, that the legislature, and I will say the vast majority, I would say almost unanimously, just a very one or two legislators voted against that tax package, which included $375 million, $347 million of tax cuts for day traders, for people who trade in stocks on short-term capital gains, large estates, uh, co- big corporations that have you know play, you know that have uh, facilities all around the country and the world. So uh, there's ways to change um, how much revenue is coming in. So we're going to have to have that fight as the budget process goes forward. But investing in debt-free, high-quality community college and state university and UMass is one of the best ways to grow the economy. So we're going to be making that case in the coming months. Max Page is president of the Massachusetts Teachers Association. We really appreciate your testimony this week, your advocacy for these bills, and your fighting for the students and the people of the Commonwealth. Max, thanks so much for being with us. 
Thank you, Bill. Have a good day. More Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg coming up right here on WHMP.